Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. If I asked you for a quote from William Shakespeare, you could probably rattle one off, couldn't you? And you could probably tell me one of Aesop's fables, or you could spin a stanza or two of poetry, or you could deliver one of uh, maybe Oscar Wilde's epithets, and that's all great. Um, But we do have pithy metaphorical wisdom of our own here in New Zealand in the form of whakatoki. And every Monday on nights, we are going to dip our toes into uh, into this river in a segment that we call Whakatoki of the Week. And this is where someone comes on and shares their favourite Whakatoki and explains where it came from and what it translates to and what its deeper meaning is. And uh, today we're also doing a bit of a a dive into what the Whakatoki actually is. And uh, to tell us a bit more about this, I'm delighted now to welcome uh, Dr. Henemore Elder. Um, She is a professor in Indigenous research. She has also published a book of Whakatoki called... Aroha, and she's on the line now. Tēnā koe. Tēnā koe, Mio. O te rai, mihi ana hau ki o tātou kai whakarongo putanoe te moti. It's, it's lovely to have you here, and I guess the first question is, what are whakatauki? Ka pai, he pātai pai tērā. So whakatauki are whakatauaki, and we're going to come to the difference mm-hmm. in a moment, are these, as you say, rich nuggets of our knowledge uh, based on this rather exquisite kind of observations of nature that come from our our tupuna, our whainga, our ancestors of the natural world uh, commonly. And they continue to provide such a such a salient, such a useful source of uh, of learning, uh, sometimes some pretty uh, tough lessons in those uh, whakatauki that, that help us with contemporary life. So are they... They're used in a whole range of... Oh, Yeah, sorry. no, 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 sorry, just... continue. No, 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 because I, I was going to ask you about that. What what situations they are they're used in? Kapo. Yeah, they're, they're used in a whole range of settings that people will be very familiar with, I'm sure. Uh, greetings, uh, speeches, karanga, all sorts of learning environments where these kind of pithy summaries uh, are really helpful. Because often they signal much longer stories mm-hmm. and they allude to lines of whakapapa and they, as I say, they can serve as uh, a challenge, a warning even, and as an invitation. What do we know about the history of whakatauki and how long they have been recorded for? Hmm. Well, one way to look at that is to uh, to look at how we have navigated, um, our peoples navigated across Te Mwananui Akiwa. And we know that there are some very old uh, whakatauki, such as Aotepo, Po Te Ao, um, which, which are, which are recognised in, in, in their forms according to the dialects and, and languages of the countries like Hawaii, mm. Um, across across the Pacific. So we know that they go back thousands of years. 
Are there, you actually, you, you talked about this before, there are different types of whakatauki, some where the, the origin or the author is known and some where that, that information is not known. Yeah, that's right. So a whakatauki, we don't know the origin, we don't know the originator. Whakatauaki, the R uh, in there gives you the clue to, we do know uh, who was the first person who coined that particular phrase that particular uh, acknowledgement of a of a lesson or some kind of signal from the natural world. I alluded to this in the, in the introduction, but I mean, does it ever strike you as odd that, um, you know, in, in all likelihood, the average New Zealander would probably know more Shakespeare than they would Whakatauki? Hmm. To be honest, Emil, it doesn't strike me as odd at all because just to give one area of example, our curriculum has long been heavily weighted towards English history, English literature, such as Shakespeare, philosophy, and hasn't included these rich sources of um, Māori philosophy and Māori knowledge. Mm. And we, we can even go back to you know, 1867 Native Schools Act, which was deliberately designed uh, to assimilate us and to make sure that English was the only language allowed to be written at school or to be read at school. So, yeah, we, we've we only just got the New Zealand history um, in the curriculum last year. So unfortunately, um, it's not surprising that people will have a lot more exposure in learning about aspects of English history and English philosophy. Now, you you have the, the honour of, of coming on and delivering the first Whakatauki of the week that we uh, are doing on nights. We're going to do a different one every week. And you actually have two to share today. Greedy. Outrageous. No. Um, um, t- so t- take us through them, if you wouldn't mind, uh, maybe one by one. Sure. Okay. So, Nā Kingi Tawhia te tuatahi, uh, so this this first whakatauaki is um, was coined by King Itafia, and I thought it was really fitting because of the um, the huia motu that was held over the weekend, and it goes like this: Kite kotahi te kākaho kafati, kite kapuya e kore e fati. And literally, what that's saying is that when reeds uh, grow alone, they can easily be damaged or broken, but when Reeds grow in a in a clump in a group; they are invincible, and so we can draw lessons from that about the importance of connection and uh, growing together, learning together, being on the same track. Um, and and if you think about a group of reeds, I'm sure many of the listeners will be familiar with such plants growing uh, in wetlands on the shore is that you can see them very much in a cluster, in a group, and yet you can observe their, their individual ways of moving in the wind, their individual colours and shades. So I think there's a lot there's a lot of depth in that saying about mm-hmm. how we can come together with all of our um, diverse experiences, our ages and stages, uh, where we live, um, and yet we can find common ground. Yeah. It's a lovely, lovely turn of phrase and, and a lovely sentiment. I, you actually sent this through before, so I, um, I'm going to give this a go. Ki te kotahi te kākaho ka fati, ki te kā puya e kore a fati. 
um, and y- your translation there is, when we stand alone, we are vulnerable, but together we are unbreakable. Um, mm-hmm. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful phrase. That one. W- what's the second fakatogi uh, that 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 you wanted to talk about today? Okay, so uh, number two uh, comes from uh, where I hail from, uh, from Murifenua, and this is how this one goes. Uh, it's a fakatogi, so we don't know the originator. He itsi pioke no rangaunu he autona. So uh, some of the listeners might might have heard of this one before. It's it's quite famous. Uh, it's pretty famous in the far north. We we like to think so anyway. So it's talking about the fact that the pioke, the dog shark, is small. It comes from rangaunu, rangaunu harbour. It's a very important uh, place for us. He autona. It has a. It creates a. Um, current with its powerful tail. So there are lots of layers again to this. Um, it's likening us as human beings, uh, especially those of us who whakapapa to this area of Naitakoto, to our um, our agility and our strength, our powerful, uh, the current that we create, the influence, the, uh, the formidable force that uh, despite being uh, rather small iwi, we can have a strong influence. And it also speaks to that really intimate relationship between people and the natural world. Mm. Those are both lo- lovely slices of wisdom there. Uh, you know, well, thanks for that. Uh, just finally on this, you know, we are going to have a, a different whakatauki on the show every week. What um, mm. what do you want people to keep in mind, to sort of take from, from these... Um, these these pieces of wisdom that you, you and others are going to share over over the coming weeks and months. Hmm. I think there's three key things that I'd suggest. First is keep in mind the extraordinary wealth of knowledge that these cultural resources hold. These cultural resources from Tao Māori that are unique to um, these lands. Secondly, recognise that um, there's a strength and intelligence, a wit and wisdom that comes from Māori culture that uh, we are we are very hospitable people manaki is really important to us so we share these these taonga um with with the whole of aotearoa with the world and then maybe more practically or thinking about putting your listening to the fakatoki into practice to reflect on what the sayings actually offer to you and yours your whanau and to see what the lessons are that come forward for you in daily life Goodbye, Dr. Hinema Elder. Thank you so much for your time today and, and for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Nami. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.